It's 11.02, time for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02 Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from the DOP Mobile Command Center inside the parking garage of Titan Towers in Stamford, Connecticut. I'm oblivious. I mean, I'm Martin. And now, let's descend into the depths of the dark winter of sports no one cares about. That sounds great, Matt. Um, so today's sort of a special show. We've invited, um, I'd call him a super fan, uh-huh. onto the show. Michael. Michael, are you there? I am there, and I, I think that is an accurate description. Nice. Yeah. Um, so apparently Michael's going to join us in our haikus. Uh, would you like to go first? Oh, of course. Uh, are, are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. But you can just Costumed go for it. Costumed fight theater. No, I, okay. Costumed fight theater. You guys should watch it soon. Duke of Pipso dudes. Interesting. Okay. Um. Okay. I, I guess I'll go next. Mine is unrelated. It's called Sport. Cold February. In only fake sport. Wrestles above the boring. Wow. You, Martin, that's pretty inspired for you. I, mean, I, I agree. I know. Wow, very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you close your eyes, all you can see is the cold February. Yeah, above the boring or whatever? Yeah, above nice. the boring. Not what That's what it said, not whatever. Yeah. Okay, let me do mine. This is WWE Donald J. Trump HOF WTFVM. Wow. Wow. Okay. Thanks. You guys are um, really just coming out guns blazing. It's great. I don't know. You know, um, before we get into our main topic, I would feel remiss if we didn't talk about. The elephant that's trapped in the closet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and we want the elephant to come out of the closet right now. Uh, Michael, I understand that you had some complaints about our previous theme song. Oh, I wouldn't say it's a complaint. Um, I just, I, I liked both theme songs, but I did find myself often just walking around the house saying, It's 11.02. Time for the Duke of Pipso. And uh, when it went away, I, I missed it a little bit. I felt like there was a hole in my heart's butthole that was missing. Whoa. That Yeah, that get your heart checked out if that's where it is. But yeah. uh, I had heard through the rumor mill that you felt our newer version was directed at you in a negative way that is true i thought i i was i was wondering if i was the uh friend from illinois that you didn't enjoy and i was okay with it i just didn't know if we had beef that i wasn't aware of well we don't write we farm out that to the rhythm gymnasium right they're right. out of indianapolis so am i fighting with them you know, you know? probably oh okay and I mean, i'm not gonna from indiana so 
That's probably yeah. enough reason enough. I'm not going to speak for them, nor dare would I. Right. Fair enough. I mean, I, I, my wife and I went to school in Indiana, so I think we pissed off a lot of people there. Um, so that would- Oh, that explains your haircut. I don't have any hair. Yeah, exactly. You're a real we call that- son of a gun here. We call that Indiana hair. Ah, uh, baldness. And you All can right. be bald or like have like the new Ted Cruz haircut too. There's okay. a lot of styles. Okay. This Sorry. is hitting a little close to home for uh, me. Yeah. Okay. Please. Yeah. yeah. Just um, Martin, you know, you're, yes, you're not bald. That's, you know, one of the, your great claims to fame. You're pretty much the opposite of bald. But that doesn't give you. you, that, that doesn't give you carte blanche to go around, you know, saying anyone that's bald looks like they're from Indiana. Okay. Well, that's, if the, that's just, you know, okay. I know at least two bald people not from Indiana, so I don't really, yeah. 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 So okay. that's all the evidence we need. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we're going to get back on topic here for once. Uh, today's show is called A Dark Winter of Sports That No One Cares About. And we brought Michael on. Primarily, he's a fan of a sport that he thinks that perhaps Matt and I have not given a chance to. So, Michael, if you want to do a quick introduction here, and then I think we have some questions for you. Yeah, um, so I watch professional wrestling um, uh, every week, sometimes several times a week. Um, and it's uh, – I don't know. The problem with it is is calling it a sport is not really accurate. I think it's more like um, – it's sports entertainment, and I think it fills the whole of sports. And there are a lot of things that I like about it. Um, I know I've talked to Martin about it before, and he doesn't like the violence of it, I think. Um, but, I mean, I also watch action movies, and I like to think of wrestling as like a live action movie. Um, and it's fun. It's a little bit of everything. It's kind of like pizza. It's got something for everybody. So if you're like – it's like if saying you don't like wrestling is like saying you don't like music. There's always something different that – should appeal to everyone. So interesting. Yeah. So I guess I'll start off. So I remember I did get in a little bit in the eighties to mm-hmm. professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, WWF. Yeah. I'm assuming the WWF is still around. It, it is very much so in Stanford, Connecticut, where we're uh, filming this or taping this right now. Right. Um. So one of the things I really liked, I feel like. Back then, they had a wide range of characters. It was sort of a rainbow coalition. So I'm thinking of yeah. um, there was this like old uh, Asian man who was like a wrestler and manager. Yes. Yep. Mr. Fuji. Um, yeah. Is he still around? Uh, no. 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 He's got to be like 90 now. I think he's there. He had a real like Mr. Miyagi vibe that I think people were into. Yeah, he was like odd job. He he like dressed like odd job kind of. Um, oh yeah. Um, do they okay. do they have anybody like that still around? Asian people in general, or like specifically like that guy? Um, you know that. I don't. I I would say like back when America wasn't afraid of, you know, cancel culture type. Well, and like every Asian can't look the same or whatever, you know, Uh, I like how you guys came up with the, some of the most like classic Asian stereotypes to explain 
you know, who this wrestling character was. Well, I mean, he okay. did, he did we'll dress for the that. odd job. It's not just that he was Asian. Like, he, like, they're, they're... Well, is he like, no, he's kind of like Confucius and uh, odd job. Yeah. No, no, okay. no. I wasn't saying that. He's also more like um, uh, uh, the guy from um, uh, Harold and Kumar, also like that, uh, like uh, Harold. Um, but yeah, no. Weren't they Indian? Uh, no, that would be Kumar. So how um, about Rowdy Roddy Piper? Yes, one of the greats. Yes. What? What? Who's he? Who's he? Who does he represent? Um, like Appalachian? He, he, uh, he's Scotch Irish people. Well, he's Canadian, but was oh, okay. Scottish for some reason. Mm-hmm. Now I had heard that have, like, he... actual like people from places for a long time, so they kind of just made stuff up a lot. Um, like uh, uh, there was a guy. Um, named Chief J. Strongbow, um, who you would guess by his name would be Native American. Uh, he's from New York, and it was very much a white guy. Um, hmm. They just didn't really, you know, wrestling and racism, or racism, as uh, some people call it, um, did, did go together for quite a while. Now, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, I just remembered yes. him. Yes, he had a two-by-four. Was, wasn't he Dolly Parton's brother? The, the one who just died? No, Dolly Parton is still alive. No, no, her brother died, didn't he? I did Hacksaw Jim Duggan die? She had no, like 18 brothers don't and sisters. Don't you dare say Hacksaw Jim Duggan died. It's impossible. I, I don't know if that he did. That's why I'm asking you. He's fine. Okay. Yeah. So another one of my favorite wrestlers, um, Jake the Snake Plumber. He later on became an NFL quarterback. Yes. Yep. Is he still around? He is still alive. I think he hasn't been picked up. Um, by any teams lately, but he is, he's, he's on a show, uh, AEW as well. Uh, Jake, the snake Roberts is, uh, Jake, the snake plumber, um, is a was a middling quarterback, um, who wasn't, uh, very correct. Good. Yeah. Martin, that's, yeah. you got confused. No, Confucius was the, the Asian guy we were talking about earlier. Right. So, okay. So, you know, I'm going to, try to hold off on uh, trying to find which, you know, uh, like ethnic um, avatars we, we could compare these guys to in other sports, you know, like how um, Babe Ruth was the great um, representative of um, white men and dressing up as other people. Mm-hmm. But no. Um, so we already know that these characters. I I will stipulate that sports is entertainment. So, yeah. you know, baseball, football. I mean, you know, athletically, these people are extremely talented, the cream of the crop. Yeah. And really, if you're upset with the call or whatever, you you kind of got to always remind yourself that, you know, the only reason they're playing these games is because we'll pay to go see them. True. But. I do think that the people who are really good at those sports and that end up being legendary at them, I mean, people saw all these things happen over a long period of time. And so, you know, they'll say, well, this guy was the best or he was one of the 10 best. So with that in mind, how in the H, well, I'll just, I'll say hell. How in the hell did former President Trump end up in the Hall of Fame? Of the WWE. 
how, what did he do to be known as one of the greatest WWE athletes, performers of all time? Well, he's in the celebrity wing. He's not in the. Uh, oh, okay. So he's more like all an right. ambassador. Um, Got it. I, I would also agree that he, you know, was not. He never like really did anything that great in wrestling, but he just was. He, he showed up a lot. It's like Mr. T's in the Hall of Fame for them. Although Mr. T is actually a decent athlete and wrestled many times. Um, so yeah, that that's why he's he's definitely no one would ever consider him an athlete. Um, actually, and this isn't professional wrestling, but uh, do you guys know who uh, Dan Gable is? Uh, no, he's like the greatest amateur wrestler ever, and uh, Trump uh, gave him the Medal of Freedom. And when he did, he's like. I don't know. Maybe I could take you right now for sure. What do you think? And he said, no chance. And the guy's like 80 and would still beat the living snot out of everybody. So that's pretty good. Yeah. So I have a quick question for you. Yes, sir. This might be too. Well, I'll focus on one great idea at a time. What if the league decided to get in operations of running like a real sport in the spring, like, if they started a football league, I think that'd be a guaranteed moneymaker. Well, it's funny that we're talking about wrestling and you said that um, because they did do that with the XFL um, and uh, started by Vince McMahon. Um, but unfortunately, COVID hit right as the, they got it right this time. Um, and really, the only things that the old XFL gave us was uh, the wire cam that they still use in the NFL uh, Tommy right. Maddox and He Hate Me, who's still the best uh, football player of all time. Did they slime anybody in the end zone? No, and that's the biggest failure of the XFL. So second idea, yeah. if they don't have an Irish meme that is wrestling right now, they could get that Lucky Charms leprechaun as a pro wrestler. They w- they could. They are actually you're, – you're absolutely right. Um, there are um, – they call them minis. Um, little people wrestlers, some LPs. Um, They're called minions. Minis. They, they call them minis. Minions are the guy, the bad guys, uh, the little bad guys from uh, Despicable Me. Uh, they could wrestle the minions. That would be great. Um, yeah, Hornswoggle is a very famous little guy wrestler, which is he would dress up like a leprechaun and get beaten up by larger people. Huh. Well. When you said Hornswoggle, I immediately, all I could see in my mind's eye was Martin. I think Martin would make a fantastic um, mini wrestler, for sure. Well, leader, I mean, Mar- leader of the minis. Maybe. Yes. Let's be fair to Martin. I would, I would be the leader of the minions, I think. Yeah. I'd be a uh, Mr. Fuji type. Yes, yeah. So, if you will. I, 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 so, I, what's the... What story like is really the most like compelling about like a, a a professional wrestler who came up you know like his success in WWE turned his life around? Would that be like Hulk Hogan or Andre the Giant uh, or probably a thousand other people I don't know? Quite a few. Um, the the biggest is um, probably Bruno San Martino. Um, I don't know if you're, you're probably not familiar with him. Uh, he was the the longest reigning champion in wrestling history. He had it for like seven years. Um, and his whole family was killed by the Nazis. Um, and he ended up uh, coming to America eventually and uh, discovered he got picked on a lot because he was sickly. 
put on a bunch of weight and muscle building and stuff like that. And then uh, became the most successful wrestler of like the sixties and seventies. So he, uh, he's the American dream. Uh, and then there's another guy named the American dream uh, who, you know, dusty Rhodes, who uh, also uh, came from very humble beginnings. And then there are a lot of people who went the other way, which is probably more common, which they discover drugs and steroids and other stuff like that. So um, it's a, it's a tough business, but it does good things for some people and not so good things for others. I so, think you're, you're leaving out Kevin Hart's friend, Dwayne Johnson. Yes. Well, he's just the most famous person in the world though. So I don't want to, you know, I, I just want to, add sort of a, a which is an issue for me with wrestling yeah. which is you know like i don't want to take away anybody's success story by any means yeah. and i i you know anything that gives people a, a path to you know living the kind of life they dream is is awesome sure. i think but why why should i believe those stories are true like how come you know like I mean, anytime you say the word Nazi, you got to listen extra carefully. Yeah. Like, how do how do you how do we know that? Like, because everything else is kind of, you know, ah. bullshit. It seems like like, you know, like the act the the drama and everything. I get that. You know, I mean, we we create drama in other sports too, but it's like this. I think everyone just widely agrees. Nobody's actually getting hurt or punched in the face or anything. Well, that's a common misconception. People are definitely getting hurt. Um, they, they, they are predetermined, and they're and they're they're so there are two kinds of, of hurting of people. There is a shoot, which is like a real match, a real boxing match, a real wrestling match, where guys are literally hitting each other, like UFC. And there's working, where you like try to find a way to hurt the guy less. There's people get hurt constantly in wrestling. The other thing is yeah. um, the stories are by and large, kayfabe, um, which is funny that, you know, if you were talking about Donald Trump earlier, because he always calls things fake news, and it seems like kind of like that's your take on what wrestling is. Um, but uh, you're telling stories, and some of them are real, and, so, and the, the idea is to kind of blur the area between real and fake. And what you call bullshit, they call kayfabe, which is an old carny term, which is like faking stuff, trying to trick um, – you know, the, the marks, us, the fans, into believing stuff. Um, and, and it really, to me, the, the, my response to that is, what, what your take is, who cares? It doesn't matter if it's real or if it's fake, as long as it's entertaining, that's why I'm watching it. I'm not getting my news from AEW or WWE. I'm just being entertained for a little while. I don't, I don't dislike, um, so like, what's your favorite movie, Matt? Um... I'm gonna have, so it's a close call. I'm gonna have to go with the Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. Okay. Does the if if I told you Blues Brothers was not a true story, did that diminish your uh, your love of that movie in any way? No, because I know it's true. Right. No. No. <laughs> uh, no. It it does. Okay. No. That's my point. Is is so? What difference does it make? I, I I'm suspending disbelief for a little bit. Um, I also don't think um, you know. Uh, that a guy carrying around a snake in a bag um, is like a, a thing that people should do in society. But when Jake would come out with that, I would, be, I would go nuts. Okay. So let me ask. So Martin's a Cubs fan. Yeah. You're a Cubs fan. I am from St. Louis. I am most certainly not a Cubs fan. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's okay. exactly okay. good. Good. Um, but so 
you then you so but you as a Cardinals fan, you will you at least probably watched in in grief the moment at the game seven of the World Series where uh, the ball was hit to what's his face, the third baseman, and he threw it for the final out. Great, you know, very dramatic series. So what 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 I so that was something no one knew was going to happen until it did. How what's the kayfabe like version of that? Like how could you create something so thrilling and and impossible to predict until the instant that it happened in professional wrestling like So that? a moment like that actually happened in uh uh 1997 to uh uh Bret the Hitman Hart. Um it's called the, the very famous thing called the Montreal screw job where um, he was leaving WWF to go to WCW and uh, he was going to uh, win uh, a match against another wrestler who he hated in real life, Shawn Michaels. Like they hated, they, they had legit fights that were documented where they like rip each other's hair out and punch each other and, you know, do all kinds of bad stuff. And while it turned out. Seems just like um, a sorority party to me. Very, very, very much so. Um, and actually uh, at the end of the match, uh, Vince McMahon uh, just said that Brett, Brett uh, Hart uh, lost the match when in fact he didn't. So he lost. So he basically stole the title from him and even Brett Hart didn't know that that was going to happen. And so that started the Mr. McMahon character, um, the, 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 the bad guy. So he's, he, that's that blur that I was talking about. So in real life, they really screwed him out of the title um, and the title matters more than you would think. Because there's that means you're wrestling a lot more. You're in the main event. You're getting a bigger paycheck, um, and so for him to lose that without like his knowledge, um, and he literally punched Vince McMahon in real life in the face off camera, um, which was captured uh, by documentary filmmakers who have nothing to do with WWE. So like that's a that's a way that kind of thing is can be built. It's very difficult in the in the social media age to get stuff over on people like that. So things like that happen fewer and farther between. But I mean, I, I still maintain that you can surprise me sometimes. I'm a fairly, you know, in the know fan. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, not seeing the swerve coming. You have to keep it as quiet as you can and just have skilled people do it. But like, just real quick, just to, just like the Indians didn't get screwed by that. They didn't get screwed by losing the game on on the last play of the game, yeah. and they did. You know, oh, how do you build it? I mean, that sounds kind of like cheap. You know, I mean, they lost. That right. sucks. But everyone was playing by the rules. Nobody, the umpire didn't be like, "Well, he wasn't out." You know, like, and everyone freaked out. And well, that's what happened with Bartman. You know, like that. That that's kind of that kind of stuff could happen. But I mean, I get you're yeah. saying, how do you build the drama? Not just the- uh, well, yeah, but just more of the. Uh, the unexpected. Well, no, I, 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 I get your, I get it. I hear where you're coming from. Yeah. So I don't want to belabor my point. It's just, I just don't understand how it could be fun to watch something where you just, whatever happens, it's, you're like, well, one time, 10, 15 years ago, someone got, you know, something happened that we didn't expect. All things happen that you don't expect all the time. But, I mean, it's, it's like, it's okay. like a, a, a twist. You know, like M. Night Shyamalan had, had a, a system, right? Where, like, there is a twist in every movie, okay? And if you have a twist 
Yeah. And it worked the first like time or two. And then after that, it was just that there's the, the famous joke. Uh, oh, I'm going to make myself an M night Shalaman. It's nothing with a twist. Um, and that's, nice. so if you're just twi- having twist for the sake of a twist, then it doesn't help. It doesn't do anything for you. So you have to, you have to tell a story. I mean, it's like, how do you, how do you keep somebody, you know, on the edge of their seat while you're watching a horror movie? Well, you have to, you have to create an environment and build it that way. It's the same way in wrestling. You're just doing it live and your, your medium is two or two or more people uh, hurting each other in, in front of you. Um, I'm going to jump yeah. in there. Um, I think it's obvious that we've settled the debate about wrestling yeah. and answered every question that anybody could possibly yes. have mm-hmm. about wrestling. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and I just have to say this. Our legal team is making me. I'd like to apologize to carnies in general. I know they're known as gypsies now. I feel like you got um, The city of... The city of Montreal, um, it's not a screw job. Canada as a you know larger country and people that identify as Canadians. And then also just apologies to Confucius, just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and before, you know, we dig ourselves deeper holes, as You're they say, I thought, I thought it'd be great to move on to hurrahs and huzzahs. <laughs> All right, sounds, sounds good. good. Who's up? Uh, I think Michael is. Sure, right. um, I'd give a hurrah to um, local wrestling shows. Uh, you go to um, everybody's very familiar with WWE and uh, AEW and the, the famous ones, but you know, there are guys wrestling for like twenty bucks in the bingo halls all over the, the country. And um, thanks to that, I was able to uh, fight an old lady in a parking lot in front of my children. Um, that a hundred percent happened in, in Rockford. Um, so yeah, this is the, I would not get opportunities like that if it wasn't for local wrestling. All right. Uh, Matt, I think you have a hurrah. I do. Um, so I wanted to give a hurrah to, um, Boris Johnson, who is, uh, the prime minister of, uh, the UK, I guess. Um, so I was listening to him the other day, and uh, he he sounds like what the most ridiculous imitation of a British accent I could think of uh, sounds like. And um, I think it's just amazing that someone who... So I'll do my... Uh, it talks like this and... Uh, all right, well... One thing we're going to have to do is uh, quite, quite, uh, 22 and 30. Um, he says numbers? Yeah, that's, I like it's to, a, it's, I like it's to, a British uh, thing. Yeah, I like to say numbers British because it just, then I can use like funny, yeah. like my funny accent. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, we were all laughing. I know. I just think it's great that, uh, and everybody hates them too, there pretty much. Well, not everybody, but. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, I wanted to give my hurrah to him because uh, I think it's funny that he sounds so funny. His beautiful hair, too. Yeah. Perfect and teeth. Hair. And teeth, yes. by the way. His well, he is are... British. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my huzzah. Um, so I'll just lead off with this article and then go a little more deeply into my yeah. huzzah. Um, 
So as many of you know, or if you don't, I went to a lovely college called the University of the South in Suwannee, Tennessee. Um, we had the first black president ever who was appointed there last Barack year. Obama? And no, he did work for Barack Obama. He was an ambassador to the African Union under Barack Obama. But he's qualified. I'm not here to you know go over his qualifications. Um, so apparently he's been in about a year and his house has been repeatedly vandalized and left threatening message outside of his door multiple times. Yeah. Where, you know, he lives with his wife and two teenage sons. Um, Um, So at first, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to give the huzzah to racists, but you know, that's not good enough. I'm giving my huzzah to people who openly or not openly allow racism and have the idea generally that, well, things are better than they used to be, so everything's fine. Those people. Yes. Huzzah. You know, that, you know, should have been 100 whenever, you know, at 1865, people should have stopped saying that, but it's way past that time. And you don't need to look very far to find extreme examples of racism pretty much everywhere. And everybody needs to openly shout it out and condemn it. Yes. Uh, what in the hell could he have done that would, uh, you know, compel someone to threaten him or his family or both? And, you know, yes. So good example of the malignant uh, presence of racism. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, What's that, Michael? Lasers. They can take those guys out. I think. Yeah. True. I wish they were used for that good, not you know, crazy conspiracy theories. Um, I mean, if we have space lasers, which we don't, but if we did, you don't. They. I hope they're used for good. Um, so this is about the end here. I w- do have an important announcement to make. Uh, next week's show, we're going to be unveiling a special new contest for our listeners. So make sure you're ready for that. Uh, we'd obviously like to thank Michael for sitting in with us today. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's about it. Yeah. Sounds like the celebratory uh, iPhone ding just went <laughs> yeah. off. Indeed. Indeed. Okay. Until next time, we'll see you later. Have a great week.